You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. You know if you hear this voice and see this face, that means basketball is finally back. Join you today from Barnhill Arena, where Arkansas just finished up its annual red-white game. Oh man, it felt good to get in here and watch some basketball. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's coming at just the perfect time for Razorback fans. They need the vibes back, restored, right? A little positive energy, a little momentum, a lot of excitement around this team. It was great to get in here and get a first glimpse of these guys today. A great crowd in Barnhill Arena, upwards of 5,500 on a kind of a nasty, uh, rainy, stormy night here in Fayetteville, but the people came out in droves. I, I thought it was a lively, energetic crowd. It was really, really cool to see um, a lot of offense. Maybe not so much defense about what you'd expect from one of these games like this. Hey, it was, it was tied at the half, uh, but for those who were keeping score at home, it was the red team who pulled away and beat White 88-70, to 70, a game that was tied at the half. But Red pulled away, and, and they get the bragging rights for the year here. Um, again, like I said, it's about what you would expect two weeks into practice, right? This is a lot earlier than Arkansas typically does the Red-White game, about two weeks earlier. And they did this because it's been a long offseason. These guys have been working hard. Eric Musman wanted to give them something to look forward to. They got the Red-White game this week, the Pro Day next week, and then exhibitions the two following weeks in the lead-up to the season opener. It's just over a month away on November 6th. I mean, it is coming up really, really fast. So hey, a little bit sloppy at times, you'd expect that. Uh, the conditioning lacking a little bit, you would expect that. They've got time to work on it. I think they're about where they need to be, maybe even a little bit ahead of schedule in some areas. But at the end of the day, you saw a lot of flashes of this team's potential and how good they could be. Uh, Team-wise, I thought the offense looked pretty sharp. You know, Eric Musselman had said that he felt like they were ahead of pace in terms of uh, understanding their schemes, maybe implementing some stuff with this Milwaukee Bucks style of offense that they've been putting in. I thought they looked pretty sharp and pretty crisp considering it's the first time that they've gone uh, in front of the crowds, under the lights, mixing it up five on five in kind of a full game-like atmosphere. Not too bad. I, I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, the defense, listen, um, it, it's probably behind the offense right now. It dipped a little bit, I think, when the fatigue started to set in, which is something that you would expect. That's going to be rectified. We know Eric Musselman's teams are going to lock up on the defensive end of the floor. You'll be happy to know. And this is not a, a misquote. Arkansas shot 14 of 28 from three-point range in this game, 50%. You got high percentage, high volume. I don't care if it's the red-white game, and, and if you don't want to overanalyze or, or you take these things with a grain of salt, you love to see the threes dropping for an Arkansas Razorback basketball team after the last couple years. Uh, good, very good. Uh, both teams really filled it up offensively. I mean, I, I think one of the teams shot 55% from the field, the other shot about 68%. Uh, so again, a lot of offense, maybe not as much defense, but in one of these exhibition things that's kind of, kind of, you know, set up for the crowd to enjoy it, to get them going, you want to see a lot of scoring and excitement. Uh, and that's what we got here tonight. Uh, want to talk about some of the newcomers, you know, one guy that really, really stood out to me uh, as impressive from start to finish consistently was L. Ellis, the Louisville transfer. Uh, listen, he's PG1, right? This is your point guard. I, I thought he played very, very well. 16 points, six assists, just one turnover. He was able to get into the paint whenever he wanted. Uh, didn't matter who was defending him. And when he gets in there, he started making good decisions, uh, knows when to drop it off, knows when to spray the ball out, was picking his times as a scorer. He can finish in there. He had some nice turnarounds when he'd get in there, uh, get to the nail, 
jump stop, two feet, go up and finish strong. Looked really, really solid. He can get all the way to the cup. He can shoot it a little bit. Uh, L. Ellis is going to be a bona fide stud for this team. I'm telling you right now. Some people saw his numbers at Louisville and said, okay, uh, this guy, you know, he, he was third in the ACC in scoring. He averaged 18 points per game on a, on a terrible team. Those are hollow stats. They're not. The kid can play. I'm telling you, he's going to be a really, really nice piece uh, for the Razorbacks. Jeremiah Davenport. The Cincinnati transfer. I've been talking about it all summer, how much this dude uh, impresses me as a shooter. Catch and shoot, he is absolutely lights out. He went nuts in the first half of this game, really the first quarter, uh, but he had 19 points in this game. All 19 of them came in the first half uh, on five made three-pointers. He does not need any airspace to get that thing off, and he's not shy or bashful about letting it go. Um, you know, he's got some things to work on, but he brings a, a a trait and a strength to this team that they just haven't had in past years. His ability to stretch the floor, you have to respect him. You have to get out there and guard him. If you don't, you're going to get burned. That opens up things for everybody else. Um, he had too many turnovers. Okay, that's something he's going to have to work on. Uh, they're working with him on the defensive end. I actually thought when he was playing a small ball power forward uh, that he did a pretty good job of, of playing physical, walling up, using his uh, chest, and, and was really forcing some misses. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. A perimeter defense, some things to work on. But, man, if you need a shooter, a guy that can come in uh, and, and score in a microwave, give you some volume, he's a guy that can really do it. I thought he played well. Chandler Lawson, uh, you know, Arkansas fans are, were looking for the Razorbacks to you know, go out and get a big man, get a big man. You got to get a transfer center, uh, whatever. And, you know, they, they pick up who you think is going to be a role player in Chandler Lawson. He probably will be. But I think he's better than people are giving him credit for. Six foot eight, I believe that. He's put on some good size in his shoulders. His arms are, are as long as this building is wide. I mean, people say it's a seven foot seven wingspan. I believe that, it's crazy, it's uncanny. I thought he looked really good in there, and I think he's a guy that can help Arkansas on a roll. He had 13 points and 10 rebounds, uh, really comfortable out of the dunker spot. He runs the floor and finishes in transition competes on the glass. He's got some toughness in there. And, and, and he can do some other things. He gets a little carried away sometimes putting it on the deck, uh, but he can handle it out there comfortably. If he gets his feet set and takes a catch-and-shoot three-pointer, that's not a bad look for him. So I think he's a guy to keep an eye on who might be able to carve out a little bit of a niche role. This is a guy, he's, I mean, he's played four years of college basketball, two at Oregon, two at Memphis, and now he's at Arkansas. And I, I think they're going to be able to find a way for this guy to help the team. So 
one to keep an eye on moving forward. Uh, you know, Tremont Mark, everybody was excited about him coming from Houston. Uh, modest numbers today, seven points, four rebounds. You can tell uh, that maybe he's a guy who's still getting adjusted to a new system. Different things uh, from Houston to Arkansas. So he's still getting acclimated there, maybe thinking a little bit too much. Uh, but he's one of those guys who I feel like is just going to quietly have a huge impact on games on both ends of the floor. Kind of a silent assassin if you will. I mean, he can really get to that left hand. Um, I thought he, he ran some lead guard. He did so with poise. Uh, we know that he's a, a very capable defender, great length, um, and, and he just makes some of those effort plays that maybe don't show up in the box score. A lot of similarities there between him and Devo. Uh, so, you know, clearly a guy that's going to be, I, I think, a big piece to the puzzle for Arkansas this year. And hey, in his, in his debut in front of the fans, um, thought he looked pretty solid overall. The freshmen, you know, Arkansas's only got two freshmen. It's crazy. They went from being one of the youngest teams in the country last year to one of the oldest teams in the country this year. Uh, so two frosh and, and Layden Blocker and Bay Fall. It's really good to see him get out there. You know, Bay Fall, he's got a really, really bright future ahead of him. I mean, he's every bit of 6'10", great wingspan. I think he looks might be Arkansas's best option in terms of drop coverage and rim protection. Uh, but he's still very skinny. He's got to get stronger. Uh, you saw flashes from him, but you can tell he needs a little bit more seasoning and time to develop. Is that going to happen this year? Um, if it does and he fast tracks it, he could, he could really help this team if it's next year. But they got a nice foundation piece to work with. Uh, he knocked down a three or maybe his foot was on the line. They called it a two, but he showed off that jumper. Um, you know, he really can clear out a lot of space. He runs the floor incredibly well for his size. Uh, so a lot of potential there. Maybe not ready quite yet, uh, but I think he's going to be a solid one for Arkansas. Layden Blocker, I was really excited to see him play because uh, we didn't get to see him last week at practice. He was out. He had his wisdom teeth removed, so he wasn't there. So uh, getting to see him in this one, it was nice. You know, freshmen, what you want to see from them is being vocal, right? Being loud, initiating the offense, being assertive. Um, and so some of the things that he needs to work on, and, and that's going to come when you get a little bit more comfortable and acclimated in a new system, get your feet under underneath you, right? Uh, so that stuff is going to come. But, man, he's explosive. He had a, a big dunk, thunderous dunk to show off that athleticism. People wonder, you know, is, is the three-point shooting, is it something that can translate enough for him to just keep opposing defenses honest in, in pick and roll action? Can he make them pay if they're going under? Um, you know, I, I don't think he hit a three in the game, but man, I'll tell you this, during warm-ups, he's got a high arcing shot. And so when you see that, you wonder about it a little bit. There's a lot of error between the ball leaving his hand and getting to the rim, but he was really knocking it down at a high clip during warmups. So maybe that's something as he gets more confidence and the game slows down for him in live action, that he'll start really knocking that thing down. I think Arkansas has got an interesting battle going on at the center position right now between a pair of returners and Jalen Graham and Makai Mitchell. Uh, Makai was obviously the starting center for Arkansas last year. Thought he looked solid today. He was fine. I think 13 points, four rebounds. Uh, he's really, really good getting that ball around the elbow and making decisions. He can turn the corner and dip his shoulder and go finish it. He's an underrated passer. Uh, I think he's got a, a deeper bag in the post and he gets credit for when he gets the ball in there on the block. Uh, and he, hey, he said that he's going to start stepping out and shooting the three. Uh, he said that in practice the other day. We were kind of looking at each other like, I don't know, man. Hey, he knocked one down today. So maybe that's a part of his game that he's really developed. Um, I think you kind of know what you're going to get with Makai. Does he have another level that he can unlock? 
but speaking of unlocking levels, Jalen Graham, uh, listen, we heard about him all summer that he's kind of flipped a switch, uh, that he's got a new intensity, he's practicing harder, he's fully bought in. We know how talented he is as a scorer, right? You give him the ball on the block, he's going to get you a bucket. But what about the other areas of the game? So I, you know, I can tell that he's gotten stronger. He's playing with some more physicality. Still needs to maybe be a little bit more aggressive and assertive on the class. Uh, but I think he had six rebounds in this game. Uh, look at my stat sheets here. Yeah, 15 points, but four assists. You know, I think that's another thing. Last year, he turned it over a little bit too much, would, would try to do too much at times when he had the ball in his hands. Uh, but he looked really comfortable catching at the elbow or even on the perimeter, eyeing his man up, attacking mismatches, getting to his spots and finishing. And he had some really, really high-level passes. I think he threw an alley-oop uh, to maybe it was L. Ellis. So it's kind of the reverse of what you would expect. Um, had another really nice pass, a drop-off pass, uh, to one of the other forwards, I can't remember which one, but he looks a lot more comfortable and confident out there. So we'll see how it continues to translate when they start playing against other competition. But I think you got a pretty pretty nice one-two punch working right there. Uh, so we'll see what they make of it moving forward. Uh, Joseph Penny, another guy, I've got to mention him. He was a leading scorer in this game. He had 20 points uh, in the game. Listen, uh, Pinion has gotten a lot better. He really has. Still, still got some things to work on on the defensive end. Eric Musselman talked about it post-game. Uh, need him to get lower in his defensive stance a little bit more. Uh, some of the things that they're trying to, to teach from a, philo a philosophical standpoint, he has to work on still. Uh, but he's playing with a lot of confidence on the offensive end. We know he can shoot it. He's lights out. He was knocking down threes today. But there's more to his game than that. I mean, he had a couple dunks. One where he beat the, everybody down the floor in transition. Another where he made a great read on, a, on an underneath inbounds play and got it and flushed it. Uh, he had a little jump hook in the paint. He looks a little bit more comfortable putting the ball on the deck. So, um, you know, it's really interesting. Arkansas needs shooting. They need to be able to spread the floor. You got two guys now in Jeremiah Davenport and Joseph Pinion. They can do it at such a high level. Uh, and so it's nice to see a guy like Pinion, you know, making some strides in other areas of his game where he can expand his role and get on the floor a little bit more. I think he's very much in the thick of things in terms of being in this rotation. We'll see what things look like over the course of the next few weeks during these exhibitions. Uh, a few housekeeping notes here. Trevor Brazil didn't play tonight. That's, that's not a surprise. You know, we talked to Mus uh, on Thursday last week. He said, hey, he's about two and a half weeks out. Uh, sounds like he's been cleared. He's passed the test that he's needed to pass. They're just being overly cautious with him. He could have come out and played five minutes per half tonight. But like Eric Musselman said, uh, what's the point in this setting? So we'll see if he gets involved in these exhibitions. But uh, their eye on opening night, having him ready, uh, knock the rust off and, and be ready to roll once the, uh, the schedule really starts to open up uh, and heat up you know, after the first several games of the season. Um, but for the people who didn't, you know, saw that he wasn't out there and, and wondered if something's going on there, no, it's, it's fine. They're being overly cautious uh, and they have the luxury of time to do so. On the flip side, Caleb Battle, transfer big time scorer out of Temple. Uh, I think he's gonna uh, be a guy who could be a really big piece for this team from a, an offensive creation standpoint. He's a, he's a walking bucket now. Uh, he was out there for warmups. Um, next thing I know, he's kind of walking off gingerly. Looks like he has something going on with the, with the foot. He had a walking boot on, crutches when he came back out of the locker room. Uh, sounds like he's got some tests done. He's got some more stuff going on tomorrow, so we'll see what his status is uh, moving forward here. But certainly something to keep an eye on because I think he could be a big piece for Arkansas. But listen, overall, 
just an awesome night. It was great to be back out here. I've missed basketball, obviously. I, I know all of you have as well. Um, Arkansas looks good. They got a lot to work on, but they got a lot of time to do it. The next time uh, that we'll see these guys in action is in a couple weeks, October 20th. It's a Friday night, 6.30 p.m., Bud Walton Arena. They got an exhibition against the uh, University of Texas Tyler. It's a Division II school. Should be a lot of fun. We'll see what progress they make from tonight to that point, and we'll catch up with you at that time. Appreciate you guys as always. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports.